0: We'll B. Your brother Steven is my
1: favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at Townhall.com
0: by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio, talking about the dilemmas of life no one else will, and trying to make sense of it all. Three to go.
1: the President promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and
0: change? For America! Three
1: days later, Mr. President, here we are! Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough. Yep. It's uh, Baldwin McCullough Live. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making us uh, a consistent choice on your Saturday night. My name is Kevin McCullough. Glad you're with us. I'm the guy that was on Fox News twice this week with uh, Megyn Kelly. Kind of fun. And, um... Uh, Let's see, Stephen, uh, Stephen was on CNN, no, 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 not CNN, uh, HLN, headline news. And he was, uh, defending, we, we were just talking boring old politics on Fox. But on CNN, he was, he was defending Kurt Cameron and, uh, the, well, all the fallout that Cameron got into last week by just saying the simple thing of, uh, yeah, I don't think I will tell my kids that gay marriage is a great thing. And somehow that made him, you know, the devil of the week. And so Stephen was asked to come on with George Takei, Captain Zulu. Okay, like we didn't see that coming. 888 um, 340 is our phone number, by the way. 888 A very nasty end to Stephen's appearance on HLN as well. I was quite disappointed with this. Cause you know, they, they have their nice little give and take back and forth debate. It's kind of, you know, it's contentious, but you know, it's good drama makes for good television and AJ hammer or whatever his name is. What's that guy's name? You didn't see it. Oh yeah. I don't have iChat up. Yeah. That, that would make a difference. All right. Uh, yeah. AJ hammer slammer, whatever the guy is. Anyway, uh, some entertainment want to be over on CNN Anyway, at the very end, um, of course, Stephen is his gracious self, and says to the uh, and says to the um, to the very um, what's who seem like very put out uh, Mister Takei, Captain Zulu, Captain Zulu. Uh, but he says to him, uh, "Well, you know, differences aside, we are kindred spirits from the standpoint that we have." Uh, that that we've both been fired by Mr. Trump, and without breaking a beat, because because Stephen was reaching out for his hand, he was trying to shake his hand without r- m- missing a beat. to goes, "Well, I want you to know, we, we are not we are not kindred spirits in this at all. We are not kindred spirits at this. No, get away from me, Stephen. We are not kindred spirits."
0: <laughs> you're messing me up dude. It was the weirdest end to
1: a, to a segment I've ever seen. Well, what, what, you I mean, you guys had you gone at it a little bit, you know, you, you gave your opinion. That's what that's what uh, By the way, uh, uh people that sit out there and think that uh, CNN, MSNBC and even Fox to some degree actually care about um reporting on most of the things in the No, that's not what it's about. It's about entertaining you. Because you're so mind-boringly dumb that you sit there and think that they're giving you news and they
0: they know they can't
1: give you news cuz you'll go
0: can I tell you how weird this is you're making this point? Now, well, I was just recounting the week. Right. So he,
1: they get to the end, and they're supposed to have the controversy. All right? So all the dummies watching HLN
0: go, oh, look, they, they don't agree with something with each other. <laughs> they're not all saying the same thing like on CNN and MSNBC. Come on. HLN isn't just dummies.
1: Come on I now. didn't say HLN was. Just the audience. Right. So, they, so you guys do what you're supposed to do. They hire you to come in. To knock each other around a little bit, you you, you land a blow, he lands a blow, the the drama happens, you get to the end and you're like, well, you know, we do have this one thing in common, we were both fired by by Donald Trump, you know, at least we got that in kindred spirits. Oh, no, Stephen, we are not kindred spirits.
0: I never knew Captain Zulu's voice was so low, by the way. Zulu. Zulu. But let me tell you why this is weird that you notice this. How could you not notice well, it? I, but, it was the oddest ending to a cable segment ever. But we, but we never. You and I haven't talked about. No, that. we haven't. And no one's said anything to me about the fact that it was really awkward and strange that Sulu would decide that this would be like his gotcha moment. No, we are not kindred spirits. You're right.
1: Yeah, you can't do his voice. I can't. It's, but, it's too low. I didn't know Sulu talked that low. No. We are not kindred spirits, Stephen. No. Now go back to wherever you came from. Goodbye.
0: It was odd. The whole thing was odd. Very odd. The whole interview was odd. But you did really well. I did my darndest.
1: And your Facebook followers said you did good. And I I know about half the Twitters did too, but the other half didn't like what you said. So.
0: Well, nobody liked. We
1: won't talk about that.
0: Nobody liked any support for Kirk Cameron. And when I, when I first did the interview, I simply said this, I'm here to support Kirk in respect to his right to express himself. And then I went on to say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I think he kind of maybe said some things that were in a hardcore way his Christian perspective.
1: He was only asked about him. He didn't go in there going, it's not what- hey, let me tell you what I think about the gays getting married. Them, them little, them little funny bunches down there in Alabama's, let let me tell you about what I think about them guys. He didn't do that. Right. He's there to talk about his movie, right? Monumental. Or whatever it's called. Right. Memorial. Whatever it's called. And
0: Pierce does what Pierce does. And you know. That in the pre-interview and the the production that happens before and the agreements and the, that they probably, I'm, that's why- Pierce totally
1: no, Piers totally jacked him.
0: Right, of course. Yeah. So who's the gal that, that, that Kirk Cameron referenced? Who's the politician? Who's the gal who Pierce got before?
1: Oh, Christine O'Donnell. Right.
0: So he, yeah, remember I'm when- I'm not Kirk,
1: using her for an example
0: or anything. Remember what Kirk said though during the interview? He goes, I'm, I'm, suddenly I'm, this has turned into the- Christine I'm getting
1: K- sucked into the Christine O'Donnell vortex. Right. Yeah,
0: Exactly. To which which,
1: Mr. Takei said, that's not the vortex I'm from. I'm sorry. That was a different show. Right. So, okay. But, yeah, but so he just – and you could tell Cameron is comfortable formulating what he he believes and telling you. But he he was – I thought he went out of his way to purposefully be non-confrontational while trying to quietly express what he believes. And then Piers got personal and goes – well, what what if your what if your kid turns up and says you're gay? Well I mean Piers has a habit of asking those kinds of questions. Piers
0: is Pierce. Piers is a jerk.
1: But he thinks that
0: Piers it's is gonna, gonna, get gonna get him di- ratings. Well he's he's gonna do what his natural impulse is, which is to start trouble. Cause that's who he is. Right. And I didn't disagree with the the, the the Kirk's intention. I just think who he is as a Christian, he's a very hardcore conservative Christian. Yeah,
1: but there was nothing about that interview that was hardcore. I,
0: I think it's easily I think it's easily misinterpreted when based on biblical perspective you say, and I believe homosexuality will ultimately lead to the end of or, or the blah blah of civilization. But
1: he okay. First of all, his tone of voice was nothing like that. But you just you just win, you just winced your your forebr- your brow like he was like. <laughs> well, because and a- Kurt, you watched that interview. I'm telling you, he's like Piers. I I don't his body language. I'm not. I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about my movie.
0: Right, but it doesn't take away from what he, and he said. Kept, he
1: kept doing this. It Piers doesn't take away from
0: what him. Kirk Cameron said. And on a to the everyday man, did Kurt
1: say anything that was factually false? If everybody started doing the gay thing tomorrow because it is a choice and everybody could conceivably all choose to do the gay thing tomorrow it, would 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 eventually humanity disappear from the planet
0: I'd be willing to bet that gays don't think so
1: yeah well okay unless you have some sort of creative procreation methods you're not gonna. You're not gonna. Beyond a generation, you're not gonna have any you more have, humanity. Well,
0: you, oh, you have artificial insemination, and you know, you have, uh, uh, you know, uh,
1: like I uh, said, creative procreation.
0: I get it. I I'm
1: with you, so boss. His, so what? All he was saying was, was that the foundation of society is built on the nuclear family. Right. Yeah.
0: So it's not what you say; it's how you say it, and. I believe in Kirk's theology and experience and perception, he said something that perhaps could have been said another way instead of saying, I think homosexuality will eventually lead to the end of civilization. That's a hardcore statement, bro. He was
1: asked about what he would teach his children.
0: I know. And he was caught off guard and peers... Sucked him in, hook, line, and sinker, right, and got him, and that's what Piers wanted. Yeah, and this whole backlash is exactly what Piers wanted, because Piers. Oh, he was let me still bragging about it two Piers, days later. It's Piers, been
1: trending on Twitter for twenty six hours. Because Piers,
0: mate. let me tell you something. Piers doesn't have the nerve to have somebody like me on a show. Piers doesn't have the nerve to have somebody who knows you guys too well who's been around who knows the game and who knows how to come back to him with the right answers
1: Stand by, it's Baldwin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio. Danny Johnson. 98% of
0: the population will end up dead or
1: dead Dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights.
0: At what everybody else is doing and do the
1: opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about
0: what that means.
1: You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Not... Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. The Binge Thinker. Dot com. Congressman Paul, St. Who's St. right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits, the doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another, and no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, one did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to at that time begin the planning for the launch of the Cares Project 2011. Cares Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com.
0: Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stephen Baldwin. He's Kevin McCullough. Where was I?
1: Something about roasting Piers's uh, no, children no,
0: no, no.
1: over open that flames. Wasn't,
0: that wasn't. I didn't say that on the mic. But now you said it on the mic. What I said was...
1: Yeah, he's Stephen Baldwin, I'm Kevin McCullough. Did we say that part? It's Baldwin McCullough Live. And our phone number is triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Maybe you think that Stephen's wrong in criticizing Kirk Cameron's uh, the way he said it. Maybe you think he's wrong that he defended Kirk Cameron at all. See I think he did a great job defending him. I think Captain Zulu is kinda crazy. Zulu. And I think that Zulu and then I think that like Penny Pasta. Ziti. Captain Zidi. I just think spaghetti for some reason. And then, uh, but, maybe, but maybe you take my side and say, no, 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 Kurt didn't have to apologize for the way he said it. He said it very uh, casually. Anyway, any, any thoughts on any of this? Phone lines are open. 888
0: 340 Anyway, go ahead. What I was saying before the break is simply this. Yes. See, most of America doesn't know who Piers Morgan is. See, I know who Piers is. I know where he comes from. That wasn't a slam on his ratings I know that he was now. He was disgraced in Britain. For a huge controversy, he, he ran a newspaper. He ran a publication.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: And then Piers came over and with his clever little antics and his little wit and his little slyness comes over, weasels his way into America. Ha, 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 he, he, he. Aren't I a little smarmy, smart guy? And now he takes over for, <clears throat> what's Larry his name? King? Larry King. Larry King. Right. Steven. Okay. So so he steps Zulu's in. Zulu says you're
1: not kindred spirits. Explain. He, st-
0: he steps in a huge pile of you know what and gets lucky. Piers Morgan didn't get Larry King's position because he's qualified at all. That's not what happened. Piers Morgan's not qualified to replace Larry King at all. Do you think Piers Morgan is respected
1: like Larry King Steven, is? You're talking about the same network that gave Elliot Spitzer a show.
0: Okay. Well, okay. I to my point. Enough said, right to there. To my point. Yeah. Piers Morgan is a punk.
1: That's what we have to do to get our own TV show. We Piers have to go Morgan hire hookers. Piers Morgan
0: is a punk. And you know what he does? He gets on his little show like he does every time, and when he knows he's got to be nice, depending on who it is, he's nice. And he doesn't go there. But when he knows he can just stab somebody, like he did to Kirk Cameron, he stabbed somebody because yeah. that's who Piers is. Instead of being able to really intellectually have a conversation that's challenging and intriguing and interesting and legitimate, he's got to play this game. And the only way he got to where he is is by being good at playing that game. Well, he won Celebrity Apprentice. Well, he had some credit. Yeah. And I got bumped, you know, with being the fifth guy down the line. So, you know.
1: But but Zulu is not uh, so obviously. Pierce is in
0: more it. intelligent than I am because he won.
1: <laughs> well, no, he's just more cutthroat. I think is what you're saying. Well, exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Triple eight three four zero
1: three three seven three. If you've got any thoughts, um, I mean, but we have something else to talk about. We didn't intend to to, to go there, but I'm kind of glad. That Stephen did. Cause now I can, I can send out uh, on all the Twitters, uh, everything he said about Pierce tonight. Maybe I will land you a spot on Pierce's show this week.
0: I don't even think i do a show.
1: Just circulating. You oh, know, wait why? a minute. You're just talking smack about he doesn't even have the guts to have me on. But, but
0: seriously, what, what, what uh, let's say as a result of tonight's program, Baba it gets back to Pierce, but do you think I can, Pierce Morgan is a cockroach to me. He is worthless to me. He means nothing wait, to wait, me. Wait, 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 wait.
1: He is. If he called you and said, Stephen, tell me about that Jesus character you're always talking about. Would you think I'm going to take
0: that bait from this, this no, fool? No, he was being
1: serious. Because no. you did try to witness but, to him but, on Celebrity but, Apprentice. Okay,
0: so wait a second. Yeah? That, that's an that's, that's oxymoron. Piers Morgan? <laughs> serious? Piers Morgan? Now let me tell you, Piers Morgan to turn around. Folks, I've never
1: going, seen Stephen this hardcore. But Piers
0: Morgan is gonna turn around anyone. and go have a steak dinner with all his cronies who kiss his butt and be like can you believe Baldwin talking about Stephen, that washed up da 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 Great. Piers, whatever, take an Ambien and see you tomorrow, buddy. Good luck. Alright. Because I'll be surprised if his show goes another two, three years, max. Max. All right. Whew.
1: I was just wanting to talk about Zulu.
0: <laughs> no, well, you know. But here's the thing.
1: We're not kindred spirits, Stephen.
0: But but this is obviously I'm I'm unloading. Yeah. I'm venting, and it has nothing to do with it. Just I. I it's unfair which is really another point that you and i discussed it's unfair when the media when i did the aj hammer interview on showbiz tonight the first remark i made was guys if you're a born again christian in hollywood you're dead yeah there's there's nothing you can say to anyone this has pretty much because you're a bigot and you're a racist and you're this and you're that and it's all in the bible it says that the reason these types of things would come against believers is because of the spiritual warfare behind it. So what makes me sad is in my exchange with Piers Morgan on Celebrity Apprentice when I said, so are you a Christian, Piers? And he got all upset. Right. Get off your high horse, Baldwin. Get off your high horse. I'm a Catholic, and I'm this. I could ask him to name three scriptures, and he'd stumble all over himself. Right. Well,
1: a lot of people would.
0: Well, a lot of people aren't jabbing people like Piers Morgan is. That's
1: true. So you're basically saying he's an agent of Satan.
0: Uh, no, that's what I've said about somebody else. <clears throat> but um, certainly I would say he's a coffee boy of Satan. <laughs> okay. How about that? I don't can, think he's qualified to be a full-blown agent of Satan. Can we tweet he's that? He's just making coffee.
1: He's the coffee boy for Satan. Yeah, yeah. that's. I, I think right. that's
0: that's good enough. I wouldn't give him any. He's higher, the bus boy. Yeah, I wouldn't give him any higher level than that. Right.
1: When Satan orders his latte, he calls Piers.
0: Well, don't you think? I mean, look at Piers. <laughs> Listen to Piers. Don't you think he'd make a fabulous satanic latte? I think so. I think he's very qualified to do this. Triple eight
1: three four zero three three seven three. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. I really had Jack, no idea.
0: Jackie's. Everybody's got to go. Like. Close Jackie's mouth right now. I had
1: no idea, folks, when I brought this up. I was really just telling you about the week, and and, and to be honest with you, Stephen wasn't quite in the room yet. But I didn't reveal that. Right. And I, he was kind of making his way in. You showed and, me
0: grace tonight, Kevin.
1: And then and then and then, I, I touching this nerve, it just turned into its own animal. I could, it just wasn't able it, to
0: it's like I said, real A.J. Hammer. I
1: just MC Hammer. It's time to see Hammer hosts the thing it, on HLN.
0: Did it, you know that? It, it's time to let the media know and people like Piers Morgan. Look, you're gonna you're gonna just attack people like that. Yeah, you're gonna set people up and then just just blindsight them like that. You deserve for people to reveal who you really are and what that tactic is.
1: Well, the one thing that Piers probably didn't anticipate was that uh, the the vast majority of Americans, by the way, agree with Kirk Cameron. Most Americans believe that children should have a mother and a father. Most Americans believe that um, marriage – there's something different about marriage that kind of makes it unique. And it is the fact that it's a union that can produce children and spawn future generations and keep a nation going. I mean one of the reasons why um, you, you don't want to have an entire nation become uh, busy in the homosexual lifestyle is because you would lose your population mm-hmm. let, left to their own devices. Mm-hmm. Non, uh, you know, uh, intervention measures used, but at the end of the day, uh, I think this has reinforced people's love for Cameron for, for being willing to take that and you too, by the way, uh, and, and probably, uh, exposed peers for what he was. Anyway, we got to come right back. It's Baldwin McCullough. No, he can't how Barack Obama's dismantling hope and change. Our nation was going through the health care debate, and one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another, and no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Steve Even Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions, if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com.
0: I'm Hannah. This is my story, and it's not what you think.
1: Provident Films and Samuel Goldwyn present October Baby. Well, three
0: weeks ago, I found out that my entire life is a lie. So I went on a trip. If you find your mother, what will you say? I'm just I'm just curious. I don't know. From award-winning directors John and Andrew Irwin, a movie about one girl's amazing journey to discover her hidden past.
1: This is my only chance to find out who I really am. I know where your birth mother is. I'm starting to think that I shouldn't
0: have found out about all of this.
1: To find the true power of forgiveness. Why
0: didn't she want me? What's so wrong with me? You have the power to forgive. To choose to forgive. And remind us that every life is beautiful. I did not see no tissue. I just saw the face of a child. October Baby.
1: In theaters March 23rd. Rated PG-13. Consider the coffee bean. Ever since the dawn of mankind, never has there been a more powerful and potent tool to help you and me get out of bed and do what we need to do on a day-to-day basis. So if you enjoy your coffee, I want you to check out More Than Coffee when you click on debenchthinker.com. By going to More Than Coffee and clicking the button, you'll find all kinds of tasty coffees from Costa Rica to Jamaica to sub-Saharan Africa, across every continent of the globe. Be to order the best tasting brands available and for every bag you purchase $2 will be donated to Extreme Charities. Go to things like feeding hungry kids or getting Bibles into the hands of those who can't get them in any other way. Please check out More Than Coffee and enjoy something much more important with your next cup. Compliments of Extreme Charities. More Than Coffee at TheBingeThinker.com and don't forget to select Extreme Charities before you check out More Than Coffee at TheBingeThinker.com Tell Alive, Saturday night, 9 to 11 Eastern. Thank you for being there. Kevin McCullough is my name. He's Stephen Baldwin.
0: Yo, yo, yo.
1: The definitive not kindred spirit with Captain Zulu. Uh, I
0: thought we were kindred even though, spirits.
1: Even though they were both fired by the same.
0: The you, Donald. You fired!
1: So anyway, uh, but we didn't intend to talk about that. We do have a, a very important thing to talk about coming up, but uh, we did invite your calls, triple eight three four zero three three seven three. 340 3373 And, uh, Stephen, you want to talk to... Uh Belize. Yeah. Are you there? No, this is Al. Uh,
0: Sounds like Belize. Close yeah. enough, Al. Welcome to Baldwin Please, McCullough.
1: I'm, thank you very much, Stephen and Kevin. Uh, my wife bailed on you, so she threw me on the phone. <laughs>
0: Well, you you Jedi mind tricked us there, Al.
1: Yes, I know. So your wife's name is Belize? Louise. Louise. Yes. All right, guys, let's wash the earwax out tonight.
0: There's no (laughs) reason for this. All right, go ahead. They're in shock. Well, That's okay.
1: They make these wild claims that we're not loving or that we're not kindred spirits. How do they do that without knowing anything about Christ in the first place? Is this Captain Zulu? This guy's voice sounds like Captain Zulu. Al, are you Captain Zulu? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take your word for it. Thank you. So go ahead. What were you asking, Stephen? No, Stephen. Yeah. Ask Stephen what you, what you were asking. No, I was asking, how can they make these wild claims that we're not loving people when, or kindred spirits when they have no concept of who Christ really is?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for that, Al. And, and the thing for me is simply this. I went on that program, A.J. Hammer, Sulu. Too and,
1: legit to quit.
0: And and I just basically w- wanted to say, God bless Kirk Cameron for sticking up for what he believes in.
1: They were never going to let you say that, though.
0: Well, but that's what I showed up for. Right. Knowing, well, you know, I was in a sandwich there, so to speak. Uh and uh I turn around and I I you know it, it it was a little bit humorous to me that George uh, you know, got all he got all bowed up. He like puffed his chest out and he was ready to really throw me in a G.I. Joe kung fu grip kind of move. And that's cool, because I'd sneeze and that would be over quickly. But the point being uh it, it, it just I was there just to simply say I'm a born-again Christian. The media spins this stuff all the time. Cameron was set up by Piers Morgan pathetically. And, you know, if you want to know what I think, I'll tell you. And the real message I wanted to get across was, and I got it across, I was very fortunate that the the window of opportunity presented itself. Because when George Takei said the statement, well, Stephen, this is not a lifestyle issue. This is an orientation issue. And it's a inborn issue, meaning he's making the statement that he was born the way he you don't is. not have any say over your- And for that reason, he feels as though it's a civil rights issue. And I said, oh, George... That's good for you. you. You have every right to feel and say that and defend it and, 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 and have the freedom to express it. But then I said, a couple of months ago, Cynthia Nixon said that her choice to live a gay lifestyle was not inborn and it was a choice, but you never saw the same reaction to Kirk Cameron. You never saw the media flip out. And say, oh, she said she, she she went against the holy grail of gayness. You can't say that. They're fighting for equality and rights. And you can't say it's a choice, Cynthia. That would go against the, the whole movement and the power and the force. And listen, I'm simply making the statement that the media comes against Christianity more than it does most of these other issues that are argued and debated, et cetera, et cetera, Well, you know what's a good
1: example of that? And, Al, thanks for the call. You know what's a good example of that? ABC has a brand-new show on TV. Yeah. And it's called GCB. But it stands for Good Christian Word That Sounds Like Witches But Ain't. Right.
0: That's the book title.
1: That uh, – yeah, but they there is no – the name of the TV show is GCB. They don't say what the B stands for any place. It's GCB, ABC's GCB. So people have read the book, know what the book is about, blah, blah, blah. Any other religious group, do you think they would tolerate, you know, good Muslim witches, good Jewish witches, good uh, Hindu, Buddha, anything else? Do you think any other group would be allowed to have that and not have, like, Massive amounts of fallout at ABC because of it. Of course. There would be people fired for even attempting to put that kind of show on the air. But because Christianity's the punching bag, it's totally okay. That's mm-hmm. just one example. Yep. Anyway, let's talk to Bill in Diamond Springs, California. Hey Bill.
0: Yeah, how are you?
1: <laughs> Doing well. You're on <laughs> with Kevin right. and Steven. Yeah, you know, I called I called for for a chance to just congratulate Steven for being such a good guy and hanging in there. Uh, and Kurt Cameron, he's another one who's just hanging in there trying to do his best. Um, you know, you're a good Christian gentleman, and uh, you're fighting against a, uh, uh, a tidal wave of garbage, and you're coming out shining. So... Um, but uh, I'm still waiting for that new uh, television show, the GMB. Can you imagine what would happen if they had a GMB? Yeah, on the can't, next can't, even, um, can't even begin yeah. to think of that, Bill. Thanks for the call. Back in a moment. Family Health Passport and discover for yourself just how valuable this passport tool can be for your family's health. That's caresproject.com. And click the green button called Family Health Passport. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson.
0: 98% of the population will end up
1: dead or dead broke dead. by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights.
0: Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the
1: opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about
0: what that means.
1: You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Dot com. Congressman Paul, Same. who's right? <laughs> I
0: think they're all wrong.
1: <laughs> Best-selling author and nationally syndicated radio host, Danny Johnson.
0: Why is it important to groom the next generation for success? 14,000 hours of schooling that you and I had from
1: kindergarten just to the 12th grade. Not a single class was on financial wisdom, not a single hour teaching us the difference between wise and foolish spending, teaching us really the price that credit card debt really pays on an individual and a family, not a single class on how to become an entrepreneur, start your own business, not a single class on even how to motivate and work with other individuals, not a single class in those areas. And so why is it important to groom the next generation for success? Because right now society is grooming the next generation For accidental failure. Why not discover for yourself the proven strategies for raising the next generation of leaders? Grooming the next generation for success. The book exclusively at DannyJohnson.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio. Danny Johnson.
0: 98% of the population will end up
1: dead or dead Dead broke broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights.
0: Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death?
1: say look at what everybody else
0: is doing and do the opposite a production of extreme media saturday night it's baldwin mckella live i don't know the phone number yeah you do 800-888 Three four zero yep. three three seven three. You got it. I was close. Yeah, I was close. I'll get. I'll get there. You're
1: flustered. Like you're you're physically flushed. You're, like, yeah, I know. You're all. I don't know if it's this all this Piers Morgan talk or uh,
0: it's it's. You know, I'm you from got Massapequa. Your, Piqua, you Get your blood pressure up. I'm from Massapequa. <laughs> you know.
1: Anyway, he's Stephen Baldwin, I'm Kevin McCullough. and online you can find us 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at thebingethinker.com. We're always glad to have you. Our Facebook pages are there, you can like those. Uh the 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 god thoughts at the top of the page, you can you can click that there's a connect page where you can send us an email and you can leave us a voicemail on that same number 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 888-340-3373, 888-340-3373. Uh, speaking about all of this uh <clears throat> Um, insulting talk, <clears throat> the topic we actually had planned was uh, a week ago we were talking about how you know Ms. Fluke um, had basically lied to Congress, said she was 23 and she needed $3,000 to cover birth control and all the rest. Turns out there's three Planned Parenthood clinics within literally 10 to 15 minutes walk from the campus of Georgetown University where she attends, Stephen. Mm-hmm. And, um, she could have gotten birth control there for five bucks a month. That this this has been researched and exposed now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much sex she was having for $3,000 in birth control, but at five bucks a month to get all you need, that's a lot of sex. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not questioning her virtue. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Um, but she could have gotten, so for the three years instead of $3,000, I think that's like
0: 180 bucks for three years. So she was lying. Or perhaps she was misinformed. She was lying. Perhaps she just miscalculated. Uh, (laughs)
1: 183,000. Yeah. 183,000. Could happen. But then you know what happened after that. Um, The the, the icon of talk radio calls her some names. He apologized last week. Um, You had some advertisers pull out of his program, and then they're all like, oh, uh, the universe isn't turning against them the way they thought, the, the way we thought it was. Uh, we want to get back in, and on a couple of them, he said, "No thanks, don't need you. Somebody else can come." And one of them lost like seventeen percent in their stock value share, like overnight, mm-hmm. just from pulling out of his show. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's pretty much died off and gone away. A week later, no, no, no. Gloria Allred, you know, the champion of, of women's rights, somewhere in the world. Uh, Not particularly in America, but maybe somewhere she's good at it. Uh, Comes out today and says, you know, that that talk radio guy, he should be arrested. Because he said basically mean things about Sandra Fluke. And now he's apologized several times. But I started doing a little digging. And, Uh uh-oh, Keith Olbermann, Ed Schultz, Bill Maher, and others... Have actually said a few negative things about women I over the course a, of the. I want to
0: career. do a WWF cage match, me against Piers Morgan and Bill Maher at the same time. It would be over in three minutes.
1: Yeah, but then we I'd run to up to p-
0: Piers Morgan when the whistle blew. I'd run up to Piers Morgan and go boo, and he'd go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I'd look at Bill Maher. Really
1: trying to move, and I
0: take but... Bill Maher back to Massapequa. That's what I'd do to Bill Maher. Okay. Sorry. Please continue. You want to keep talking about Pierce? No.
1: You sure? No. Because I'm more than willing to do that. No, go ahead. Uh, So what we wanted to talk about was uh, we, we uncovered, we unearthed some things that Bill Maher had said. Now, remember, the icon of talk radio said about Sandra Fluke that she was basically a prostitute. That was, in fact, one of the words that he used, and the other was a, a slang for that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what he said, a woman who sells her body to make her living. Um, Bill Maher, on multiple times, has called women uh, very grotesque and vulgar synonyms for the female genitalia. Right. M- multiple times. Gloria Steinem, kind of the the modern uh, father of the feminist movement. Catch my play on words there. <laughs> anyway, she was supposedly in studio once when Mar did this. Uh, he's never been forced to apologize. Now that's that would be bad enough on its merit, but here's what I didn't understand on Mon- on Tuesday of this week, David Axelrod, that slimy little Chicago politician, um, that helped get mayor daly elected all those times in chicago and and then went to work for the uh, Barack Obama campaign and uh probably released the info on Herman Cain earlier this year. He's just a real slimeball. He's just a he's just a real, you know, dirtbag. He's in the weeds and he's just he's just What's his name again? David Axelrod.
0: Isn't he the guy that talks to the president Se- all the time? Senior White
1: House advisor until ah. time to to kick the campaign in this last year. Yeah. Right. Now, he comes out and says well, you know that Mitt Romney guy and that Rick Santorum guy, you notice when this whole thing came out, they didn't stand up to Rush Limbaugh. They didn't say, you should be pulled off the air. That, that, that. This is David Axelrod saying right. that. But about about that talk radio talk show host. Right. They, they said to Romney and Santorum, they didn't confront him in any way. So he's all mad. Then it comes out, like just a few hours later, that... David Axelrod scheduled to go on Bill Maher, quote, within weeks, within the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So my question is, and I'm really curious about this, and I don't understand, and especially if you are a fan of President Obama, I want to know, I want to understand so that I can really uh, comprehend it for myself. I'm dying to try to figure this out. How... Does the president support his campaign manager going on Bill Maher's show who has called accomplished women like Michelle Bachman and Sarah Palin and others uh, slangs for the female genitalia and on, on, on one hand uh, allow that to happen? But on the other hand, say that Rush Limbaugh has to be fired and taken off the air and he can't be allowed to talk again. Because he said that if you exchange sex for money, you're a prostitute. Like, how can you say that one should lose their job for saying that? But then let the guy who, who whispers in your ear all the time, go on over to Bill Maher and sit down and, and have a little chuckle <clears throat> about how to treat women this way. I could guess at the justification. What? Is, oh, okay, when we come back. You let us know. It's Baldwin McCullough Live. Stay with us. Mortgage Education Specialists. In today's ever changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial, or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every Every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills, through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, then it's time for you to go to first steps to success. Go to DannyJohnson.com for all of the details. That's D-A-N-I johnson.com dannyjohnson.com dannyjohnson.com Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No He Can't How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to CaresProject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. CaresProject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S Project dot com. CaresProject.com. Kevin McCullough Live, 888-340-3373, 888 We're, we're uh, keeping the phone lines open specifically for supporters of the president. I mean, if you've got opinions and you're not a supporter of the president, we'll take yours as well. But if you call, if you're a supporter of the president, we're going to put you to the front of the line right away. You will, you will go immediately to the front of the line. You will be the next caller we take, eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. 340 3373 He's Stephen Baldwin. I'm Kevin McCullough, online at theBenchThinker.com. Here's the question. Some people say that icon of talk radio, the the, the big kahuna, that uh, he should lose his job because he called a 32-year-old faker uh, pretending to be a 23-year-old co-ed. He called her a prostitute. And that was wrong. And I condemned it. Stephen condemned it last week. I said, my sons will never call women that, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Then you had the Obama administration folks come out and say, oh, well, the the presidential candidates didn't criticize him enough. They didn't stand up to him. Meanwhile, that same critic, David Axelrod, he's going to tiptoe over to the Bill Maher show here in the next couple of weeks. And he's going to make an appearance alongside Bill Maher, who called Governor Sarah Palin the C word. And he called um, um, Michelle Bachman the C word and the T word. And I, I'm curious, if you're a supporter of the president, how do you justify this? Stephen, you think you know. Tell me what you think the justification
0: Does is. Does Mr. Axelrod still work for the president?
1: Yes. He has the president's ear on anything that he wants. Right. So <clears throat> He's his top campaign uh, advisor, and before that he was a senior White House advisor. And right. So he's left the
0: White House advisor position.
1: But assuredly, as soon as the campaign's over, he'll be back in the White House again.
0: Sure. But he was... Senior White House advisor he's no longer in that position, but still officially campaign advisor
1: he's the top, he's the top campaign strategist he's the guy
0: okay. still working for the president yes Well, I, you know, I guess as long as he doesn't hold some official government position, meaning working in the White House every day
1: also oh, he can align himself with I guess he's
0: free to do what he wants freedom of speech
1: but the reason he's going on Mars program is to promote the president. And his campaign.
0: Well, I'm just I'm th- th- you. This is the justification, as far as I can figure it.
1: Well, Keith Olbermann said basically uh, two nights ago that uh, if if it's a liberal man criticizing a conservative woman, basically they can say whatever they want, because basically conservative women are so stupid is his argument that they deserve mm. whatever name liberal men want to call them. This is Olbermann.
0: Right. Did I tell you, like, I've met him a couple times, like, briefly?
1: No. No rabbit trails right now. 888 All four, All four phone lines are open. But what I'm trying to comprehend is those of you on the left or progressive or you don't consider yourself a conservative, you, you're, you're somewhere in the middle. You, you said that the talk radio guy had to go down. He had to be taken out. He had to, like, be sent straight to hell, no passing go, no collecting $200, just boom. He's got to be gone. How do you defend David Axelrod making an appearance on Bill Maher? Come back. We'll take your calls when we uh, begin hour two. It's Baldwin McCullough Live. Stay with us. Governor Mike Huckabee said, I can't tell you how wrong I wished Kevin McCullough had been when in 2006 he was the very first to predict the Obama presidency. I've got to say, I'm very amused when I start hearing comments about. Well, the president needs to show more leadership on this. I, 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 let me tell you something. I've been here. Beer summits. I said we've got
0: to get done, uh, get this done. And so there's no point in procrastinating. There's no point in putting it off. You know, we...
1: Seventy-six rounds of golf, like eight I'm weeks kidding. of vacation, one hundred and forty-nine fundraisers. We are going to start having to cancel things and stay here until we get it done. Leaders, at a certain point, rise to the occasion. Leaders are going to lead. Washington Post said the president has no plan to balance the budget, ever. No, he can't. How Barack Obama is Dismantling Hope and Change. From Thomas Nelson Publishers. Available wherever fine books are sold. Sign copies at thebengethinker.com.